Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hey, what's going on, Frank family? It's your host, Yolanda. Another week, another episode. I am actually excited to just be back to me. You know, um, as you know, last month was Mental Health Awareness Month, and I had a lot of different guests on, four to be exact, and they were amazing. So I just want to say thank you to all of my guests, Nakisha Randolph, Shayla Paul, Dr. Alan Pope and Damian Harmon. I appreciate each and every one of them for coming on and discussing such a serious topic and especially giving light to all of the things that have been transpiring in the world today. So I definitely appreciate them. I hope that you all learned something. I hope that you were encouraged to go out and seek help if you are experiencing some challenges. And so it was just my way of, of, you know, bringing awareness to, um, counseling and therapy and mental health and also just sharing some insight because I know we all don't know someone or have or have a direct line to someone who can provide that insight so uh, if you guys again want to reach out to any of those people feel free to go to the description and um, for each episode and you'll see their contact information or of course you can always reach out to me and I'll make sure that you get in touch with them so thank you all for um, always listening always uh, downloading I see my stats I so I am so grateful for all of the support that I've received throughout this journey and I am very humbled by the love that I've been receiving so thank you all all of my listeners for just being supportive so I want to talk about a hot topic and I don't I I'm pretty sure you all have heard about the Monique and DL Hughley situation that's all I can see outside of other you know tragic events but that's something that has been kind of glaring and if you don't know anything about me I am a follower of anything entertainment so I have this random knowledge of everybody every celebrity and everything that goes on in their life because I just follow hot topics it's my way of escaping and being in somebody else's business other than my own um so as you know they had this conflict about a contract so they did a comedy show together and Monique claims that she was the headliner but DL refused to go on before her saying that he was the headliner and so she proceeded to go on to uh, do her segment and she pretty much blasted him she called him out of his name she talked about his wife she talked about his dog she was just doing the most right and so it comes out that you know she's like well show and prove if that's what you said you were the headliner I have my contract where's your contract Right. So then D.L. Hughley produces a contract. Then Monique produces hers. They claim that well, Monique claims that D.L.'s is a fake um, 
contract with no signatures. He says that hers is fake because it's just some things are not spelled correctly. And that, of course, his contract was finalized after hers. And that maybe that was just like a preliminary thing. So I don't know what's going on. All I know is this is the conflict. So then to wrap it all up, or at least I felt like it was wrapped up, DL did something on his radio station and he kind of just talked instead of these Instagram back and forth um, posts. So he said, um, listen, if her conflict was about the contract, then something about the contract wasn't right. And she felt like she was the headliner and not me. Why not address that with your agent or the promoters? Because that's who your issue was with, not necessarily me. He also then pointed that, you know what? Monique never spoke to me that night. As a matter of fact, I still haven't seen Monique for years, even though we were on the same uh, comedy show that she and I had never spoke. So... As far as like when she was on stage saying he said he wasn't going to go on without me, he said this, it was implied that the two of them had some sort of like altercation uh, backstage. But his thing was, I never spoke to her. And even if she had an issue with me, why didn't she speak to me directly? Why was it that you felt the need to uh, call me out of my name and disrespect my family? Because of this conflict that you had about a contract. And he brought up the fact that she has had conflict with all these other people. And why is it that you have this conflict with everybody else, but somehow it's not them. It is, you know, it's not you. I'm sorry. It is them. So, you know, he goes on to say that the Precious movie she did was not an actual uh, acting gig, but that it was an autobiography. I thought that was funny, by the way, uh, of who she truly is. So... With all of that being said, I don't know who's wrong or right, but I feel like the promoters should come out and kind of clear the air on that because clearly they know exactly who was supposed to be headliner and who wasn't. I also feel that if you have a conflict with someone, it shouldn't be a conflict if you've never addressed them directly and all you're doing is indirectly addressing them through a post or through comments on social media. You know, to me, that's a coward move. That's, you know, you like balls, whether you're a woman or or a guy, you know, it's just that you can't be beefing with someone and you've never addressed them. That's just coward. You don't even have the nerve to me to have a beef with someone if you're not man or woman enough to address those concerns with the person, give the person the opportunity to be able to to clear themselves or defend themselves, however that works. So tonight we're going to talk about, and I always say tonight, you guys don't care when I record, but tonight always comes out because it's at night. But anyway, today we are going to discuss conflict resolution. Now, as I always state to you all, I am not an expert, but tonight I'm going to share with y'all and give y'all some free jewels that I actually had to pay for. I had to pay my therapist to get this information, but I'm going to give it to you all for free. That's right. Zero dollars and zero cents. You can clap it up for that. That's some good stuff right there. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> I should have had the like cha-ching um, thing, but I'm not that great. So anyway, back to the topic at hand: conflict resolution. To me, true, you need true empathy and that's what it takes to me in order for you to resolve any conflict. You know, true empathy kind of takes the bass out of your voice when there's a argument. You, If you can understand and relate to maybe what that person is dealing with or feeling at the moment, then your approach to them will be different. And let's be clear, no one is like psychotic. So it's not like they are just mad for no reason, you know. 
they clearly have a reason to be mad and a reason to be upset. So I feel like you owe it to them to kind of hear them out. You have to take the time to understand where that person is coming from. You don't have to, but this is my recommendation for if you choose to want to um, resolve this conflict. So you can't be that self-absorbed that you're not willing to take yourself out of the situation to see what someone else is or see uh, how that other person is feeling because it's our emotions that cause us to have conflict with people. That's what gets us into conflict. But as I learned in therapy, there are two type of emotions that kind of trigger these these conflicts that we we get in it's our primary emotions and then there's what we call secondary emotions so primary emotions are pretty much uh internal our foundational emotions so it's the first thing we feel right soon as something happens what we feel is our primary emotion while secondary emotions that's a little bit more complex you can look at it like your external emotion literally it's the second emotion, hence the word secondary emotion. So it comes out uh, again externally and it is our reactions that are drawn from the secondary emotion. Right. So example of that would be like if you're hurt. Right. What you're you know what? Let me give you an example. I'm an analogy girl. So say you stump your toe. We know that stumping our toe hurts. But our reaction sometimes to that is not our primary emotion of hurt. We then react with anger, right? So now you're cursing, but that's not really how you feel. You're hurt. Stomping your toe hurts. So instead of you being like, oh my God, my toe hurts so bad. Someone witnessing that will probably comfort you because they can sense that they will have empathy for you and they can sense the feeling of hurt because that's what you express with what you say or your reaction to it. However, when what we do is we get angry and we curse shit, ah, you know, and you spaz out even if somebody what's wrong, what's wrong? Leave me alone. I don't, you know, oh, my God, what? I stumped my toe because you're just angry and frustrated. And so you lash out. But that's not your true emotion, right? Your true emotion was it's pain. You're hurt. That's what you feel. So I know that's kind of a, a silly way to explain it, but it's the best way I can get you to kind of grasp that concept. So sometimes, again, we will be angry. But yet we show the emotion of anger and therefore our reaction to the anger is what we show other people. That's what they see. They don't see the internal emotion that is the primary one. So if we learn to be emotionally intelligent, then we will learn to communicate with people with that primary emotion. So if, for example, you have a conflict with someone because this can go in a into a romantic situation or just some sort of platonic relationship or even a relationship with coworkers or your boss on the job. If you have a conflict with someone and at the job, you may feel, say, for example, unimportant, right? If you don't feel important and you don't feel validated when someone tries to come and talk to you, if you've already expressed some level of concern about an issue and you feel like they are brushing it under the rug and no one seems to want to address it, then the next time someone comes to try to talk to you, you may res respond with frustration. So now you don't let them talk. You, you know, cut them off. You're like, no, because see what happened was and I tried to tell you all, but you so the frustration comes out and they don't get to empathize with you because now then they are going to react 
to your secondary emotion with their secondary emotion, right? And then you get into the, what we call or what my therapist called like this negative cycle. So nothing gets resolved because you guys keep spinning in this negative cycle because no one seems to want to be truthful about what they're feeling so that you can clearly come to a solution. So if I'm in that same example of the job situation, if I'm not feeling appreciated and I want to express to my boss, instead of me um, reacting to my frustration, I would say something like, listen, I've been here for this many years. I've been working really hard, but most of the time I don't feel like my, you know, you all value the work that I do because of these reasons. And then now you're able to express what you truly feel internally. And now they get to respond in a calmer, more understanding manner because you're expressing your true feelings and you're doing at a level, again, that's emotionally intelligent. You're not really reacting. So they get to now say, well, you know what? The reason why I haven't been addressing or why I, why I felt like, you know, maybe your concerns weren't as valid is because when you present them, it's always in a level of frustration, which made me feel that you just like to start drama or you like conflict and you will always want to keep something going because you never know, as I always say, how people perceive you. So if you're not a person that loves drama and conflict, then you shouldn't display that type of behavior and no one should be getting that from you. But they probably are because you're not responding the way you truly feel. So I really think that we owe it to ourselves to just sit sometimes in that emotion that we feel so that we have time to think. It's kind of like the uh, levels of grief. You know, when people talk about grief, it's like, okay, first you're hurt and then you move into anger and then you move. It's kind of like how our emotions go with anything. So if you have an issue with someone, it's best that you... Sit in it for a minute, understand what it is that you truly feel so that when you have a conversation with that person, you can truly express what you feel. And then now that person can respond with how they feel and instead of you all reacting and then you won't get into a negative cycle. Now, another thing that I learned that really don't have anything to do with conflict, but it does, is that within that negative cycle, so you have a person that pursues and then you have a person that will withdraw. So the person that pursues pretty much always want is eager to tackle the conflict. We need to talk about it. I want to talk about it. This is why I want to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. And then that person gets very defensive usually. And then they withdraw. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to have a conversation about it. It's over. Nothing gets resolved. That person is just withdrawing because they're avoiding that primary feeling. They feel beaten and I don't mean like physically, but like emotionally uh, exhausted. And now, you know, you've drugged them to the point where they don't want to discuss anything. It's like, I'd rather not say anything because I feel like that is what's going to fix the issue versus me just biting the bullet and having the conversation so that we both can resolve it. Because let's be honest, until you have that conversation and you truly know what the person is feeling, you will never get the closure that you need. Whether again, regardless of what type of relationship it is, if you all aren't, aren't addressing the issue with those primary feelings, you will always be in an internal conflict with yourself because you never got the opportunity to express how you truly felt because you were so angry, you were closed off, you were resentful, you had all of these different things, but it was never, you never addressed your true uh, feelings inside. So you owe it to yourself to take a minute before you get into a 
uh, issue with someone and find out what that really is. And I say all that to say, I truly think that Monique, and we're going to wrap it back up into her, Monique really is dealing with a lot internally. What that is, I don't know. I don't know enough about her to say what it is that she may be dealing with. But if she doesn't feel like she's valued and that because a lot of times when she's being cornered, she likes to say, well, I have an Oscar. I did Queens of Comedy. I was a closer on that. These are some of the things that she said. Then she doesn't feel like people respect her and value her for the work that she's put in the game and she wants to be on the same level as like a Kevin Hart or Dave Chappelle and that's how she sees herself because it's like well I got to see myself like this so that other people will see me like this but she's going about it the wrong way she's going about it again reacting to her secondary emotion which is anger oh they don't see who I am they don't know who I am they don't want to respect who I am well you know forget them and then that's her interactions with people when honestly she just doesn't feel like the game values her like I put a lot of work in this game and I don't get no respect and that's a that's understandable but we would respect her more if that's what she led with like yo come on man y'all playing me like I've been I, I paved the way for the Tiffany Haddishes and y'all don't give me no respect y'all just push me by the wayside and then I think a lot of that is sometimes you know sometimes other people in the mix as well because let's be honest what we like to do is go to other people to validate what we're feeling. And it's always people that we know ha- going to have our back no matter what. So for her, that's like her, which who she calls her daddy, which is her husband. He's going to automatically back her and be like, yeah, baby, they don't know who you are. And so now that just fuels it. So something else that I feel is that we should never discuss our conflict with somebody else with other people who we know are not going to really dissect the situation, which is again, why I always recommend uh, real counseling because you kind of get someone that's, you know, uh, non-biased and they can look at situations from both angles and help you to see your, your, your era in it. Because oftentimes cousins, your best friends, your sister, brother, mom, dad, whomever, they're not going to see where you went wrong in it. You understand? So, Take some time, figure it out, settle into what you're feeling. And if you're feeling up to it, have the conversation that you so you can get closure. I mean, everyone deserves that. I am a overthinker and I am going to play the situation in my head over and over again to figure out how could I have done that differently? Because most of the time, I'm just going to be honest. I am that person that responds out of anger all the time. I'm either frustrated or I'm angry when most of the time I'm just hurt and unappreciated. And when I'm hurt and unappreciated, you're going to get the lion in me. I'm going to roar and I'm going to attack. And then when I have a chance to settle myself down, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. You know, I, I probably shouldn't have responded that way. But what therapy has taught me is to again, sit in what I'm feeling so that I can respond differently. So I don't, think that I would ever have a conflict with someone. And even if I do, I won't have the conversation with them until I'm able to have the conversation and matured enough in the feelings in order to express them correctly, because otherwise nothing is going to get resolved and we're going to continue in that negative cycle. And in conflict resolution, frankly, the fact of the matter is you need to be emotionally honest about your feelings. And if you want to resolve a conflict, then that is what you need to do. Just sit in it, be honest with yourself. But honestly, if you are being emotionally honest, then people will respond with you with empathy and you'll see a better result. So proceed with caution when you're dealing with people. Take the time to understand where they're coming from, even if they frustrate you to the umpteenth.
take some time do a little woosah, calm down, come back to it. And it's okay to tell people, you know what? I don't want to talk about it right now. It's okay to say that. Give me a second. Let me sleep on it. You know, I'm really upset, but you know, let's table this for another time so that you have a, you have an opportunity to kind of settle in your feelings. Cause I understand, you know, there's some things that can send us to all the way to attend. So take some time. I mean, I have done some crazy dumb stuff when I am just like high off anger. So you really need to just calm yourself before you reach out and respond to other people. That is all for me. I want to say again that well, by the way, I realized I think I've talked really fast <laughs> with this episode, but um, I hope you all have uh, picked up on my my speed of speech by now and have uh, learned it. I've been trying to calm myself down and speak a little slower when I, I talk on this. And so that's a learning process or curve for me. But um, bear with me, guys. I am a work in progress as we all are. So. As we close, as I stated, I encourage all of you to be the best you, to work on yourself, to always improve and be a better person. But most importantly, hold yourself accountable in everything you do. That's my time, guys. Till next week, be safe. Love you all. Bye.